Gentlemen, start your engines. This is going to be a mighty emotional occasion for a lot of people, not the least of whom is myself. In a race to remember. But this is absolutely gobsmacking. He hasn't even hit the brake yet. It's gone crazy at the top of the hill. What an off-the-scale car race. G'day, I'm Dan Hollihan. Welcome to my motorsports podcast, On the Couch with Hawley. Brought to you by Sweet Black, creating success for people. Max Johnson is a former NASCAR truck series racer and sprint car star turned real estate agent. We had quite an interesting chat about his career and life. Let's get into it. All right, Maxie Johnson, welcome to the podcast, dude. How have you been? I haven't seen you in like at least 10 years. It feels like that after COVID. Yeah, yeah, man. No, definitely. <laughs> it's been, uh, been a while, eh? It's, uh, I was only thinking about it the other day, sort of thing. I you know, graduated school 2011 and then... Yeah. racing go-karts a long time ago now so yeah. you know i've seen you around the traps a little bit when i went out and checked out the racing at eastern creek and stuff like that yeah but other than that man it's been pretty quiet yeah yeah i heard i heard you well, not heard but i saw you went on a holiday with jimmy matchett how was that yeah man yeah so me and jimmy have been good mates for a long time now so um mm. yeah ever since i started racing spring cars to be honest and uh you know our partners get along really good uh yeah. lana and kayla so yeah just sort of no racing and that it's um Got more money to spend on holidays, I guess. Yeah. So I uh, definitely went and enjoyed uh, Fiji, which was nice. Yeah, right. How's how's Fiji like when you got there through COVID? Is there anything like, I haven't traveled in ages, yeah, yeah. but how's it like traveling overseas internationally at the moment? Yeah, man, to be honest, the only annoying part was um, lining up for the PCR um, international test or whatever you want to call it. So yep. we sat in line for a long time out at Norellan. Um, mm. But other than that, mate, straight through the airport, it was all gravy. Uh, got to Fiji. I uh, had to stay at the Hilton. You could use everything there, the bars, the pools. Um, we partied on news and stuff. And uh, and then we got, once we got our next test done, which was mm. just a rapid, all good to do what we wanted. Went to Castaway Island. Um, yep. That was awesome. Spent a bit of time there, five nights, I think it was, and just flew back. Mm. I had to do a PCR test before we left. So we actually did it on the Wednesday, flew back on the Friday, and then landed Friday night. And we, test, we all tested positive on Saturday. Yeah, yeah right. So, but I, but I think I got the Buller variant because I was all sweet. It was a bit of runny nose, and and that was about it. But yeah. all good now, mate. Yeah, all good. That's sweet. That's sweet. So, um, what's Jimmy doing? Is Jimmy still involved in sprint cars or anything like that, or not really? Yeah, it's funny actually. I was talking to him pretty much on the way here. Um, he's still got his car and stuff. I mean, he just does it for fun, you know. He just um, yeah, I even drove for him there for a point of time as well. So that was fun. Uh, yeah, he's built up a nice piece. He's always got nice gears. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll jump out on the 26th and have a run and, um, yeah, just do it for fun. Yeah, sweet. What what chassis was Jimmy running compared to you back in the day? Yeah, so I sort of um, always ran triple X chassis. Mm-hmm. Uh, just always liked them. Uh, then when I drove for Jimmy, mm. uh, he has a Maxim, still does, runs a Maxim chassis. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, and then obviously when I went to the DTM car, uh, they were cool chassis. But, man, at the, at the end of the day, it's much the same in a sprint car. You just sort of, as long as you've got a good crew chief, yeah. Um, who can sort of guess it the right on the yeah the right time on the night? Good shock package, obviously very good motor. Other than that, just sort of it's the nut behind the wheel sort of thing. Yeah, true. And you're a bit of a nut because you've done some crazy shit behind a sprint <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I definitely uh, had my moments. Probably slowed down a little bit now. I'm getting you know what am I 28 now? But yeah, yeah, definitely early in the early you know in the early days of the racing of the sprint car, I had some cool moments. Yeah, should have won more races than I have. Uh, yeah. Definitely, but yeah, things just went wrong and. Uh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't for a lack of trying. Yeah, so most people know you as a sprint car driver and obviously eventual NASCAR driver, but way back in the day, you actually used to race carts. We used to race carts at the same go-kart club. Hey? Yeah. So yeah. do you remember much of your time racing for Red Speed and where you started? Like, what was your original starting point? 
Yeah, so original starting point, man. Um, yeah, I was riding dirt bikes, actually racing them as well, because um, my old man, he was uh, a solo, uh, you know, the dirt track in the oval yep. sort of racer, so with the yeah, no brakes yeah. and that. So that's what he did, and then he did a bit of sports sedan stuff as well. But um, they got me on the bikes, and that just turned out to be too dangerous. And then on my seventh birthday, they said I was going to – they took me, because we lived in um, Camden, grass me there, mm. so not far from Warren Park. Mm. Uh, took me out there and said I was going to drive uh, my mate's go-kart. Mm. Uh, but I got there and then dad rolled out the my go-kart out of the back of the ute. So yeah, that was pretty right. cool. I remember that. I remember that day as clear as, you know, clear as pie <laughs> sort of thing. So that was really cool. That's where he probably went wrong and it all started from there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look at, you know, obviously just did our sort of family thing, me and dad. And then um, as it progressed, you know, drove for Red Speed, Jason Burns. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have to go back a little bit of a step, you know, even, you know, Tom Williamson, uh, mm. he taught me pretty much everything. So even though he's a little bit older, but not much older, Mm. Uh, dad used to pay for him to take me to the track after school and stuff like that. And um, yeah, and was this at Oran Park? Uh, we did a lot of testing actually, or oh, everywhere to be honest. Mm. Yeah, you know, Eastern Creek. I remember fondly of you know me and Tom driving up to Newcastle and getting back in world record times and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, you know, even you know to the days where he made me keep driving in the rain with slicks on and stuff like that. So yeah, Tom was a really big part of you know probably shaping me into the driver I was, and then obviously driving for Red Speed, Jason Burns. Mm. Really big influence as well. Um, and the Simpsons as well, Scotty Simpson. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, really good uh, family atmosphere that was um, through racing. You know, also Chris Reynolds, uh, mm. Ryan Reynolds' dad. So Ryan's a good friend of mine. And, and they took me away, uh, you know, when dad had to work and stuff as well. So I um, actually won my first state title without dad there. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, Chris Reynolds and, <laughs> and Ryan. And, and Robin took me away up to Rockhampton. Yeah, okay. It was. Yeah, Rockhampton. And that was my first state title, junior clubman. So... Did you travel yeah. with Ryan Reynolds and stuff in the back of the car type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this. So dad had the CD Sprinter van. So we'd just load it up, load Ryan stuff up there. Chris would pick me up and, and the van up. They'd drive up from Canberra and away we keep going sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, some some really good trips, um, yeah. you know, to the point where like me and Ryan were in the back of the van because the Mercedes van, like, you know, the van yeah. had set up. Yeah. They had the PlayStation and that, watching DVs and uh, Chris was at the front driving. And um, I think we're driving back from Queensland or whatever it was or up. Yeah. And uh, this guy pulled up to Chris, abusing him out the window and beeping and that, and he couldn't work out why. And me and Ryan were mooning him out the, out the side of the window. So, like, just stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Good times, you remember that stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, man, it's, uh, it's pretty much pretty much it for the go-karting stuff. You know, like, again, ran second many, many times. But, you know, yeah. one, I think in the, in the end we won three state titles, plenty of, pro, uh, plenty of pro tours and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, just sort of that was it. Did you have a favoured, like, go-kart engine, like go-kart class back in the day? Because you were pretty good at J-Max, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So Rotax definitely liked, in regards to that sort of driving style, was cool for me. Um, mm. Yeah, rolling and really, you know, braking hard and, and sort of rolling on the throttle. It wasn't just sort of driving and stamp on it sort of thing. So you had to finesse it. Yeah. I uh, really did like J-Max. Won a Rotax light style, uh, state title. Bolivar as well. So, but yeah, Junior Clubman was awesome. You know, the first state title one was with an air-cooled. Uh, yep. Against like Chris Hayes and that with water cords and Scott McLaughlin and that. So yeah, that was cool to do that. And then even the next year, actually, when I won at Gympie, that was cool one on the last corner of yep. Chris Hayes. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, yeah, definitely probably the stickier tire, but then obviously road taxes were really finesse sort of thing. So that was cool. Yeah. You, you obviously, we raced a bit of Scott McLaughlin and a lot of people listen and now he's obviously racing in IndyCars, cars, but he was a pretty quiet kid back then, wasn't he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just remember him as like, you know, he had the best of everything sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. And like he had a full-time, <laughs> full-time mechanic and yeah. I used to just roll up and I'd be like, oh yeah, fair enough. All good, man. But, um, <laughs> you know, look at him now, you know, so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Like I've got the sheets and printouts of like when I won state titles and 
he was in the field and, um, mm. you know, other guys as well. But, like, you know, racing against Chaz pretty much from go-karts. And he was actually more or less probably a year or two well, yeah. older. Um, so, yeah, go-kart, like midgets, rookies. And then I think it was sort of juniors for a little bit, but not long. But, yeah, he was, for me, mm. yeah, he was the best there was in go-karts yeah. in my era and then transformed it into into racing. And, and, I, and I know they did it the hard way as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, big fan of Chaz. That, that's what I was going to say. You actually, you and Chaz Moss had actually parallel kind of type of careers. Obviously, mm. you went to NASCAR yeah. in that route. But, you know, your parents came from barely nothing. What did yeah. your dad do for a crust? I mean, he was a used car salesman, you know what I mean, yeah. down at, Min, at Minnow. So, Minto is like, you know, yeah. they call it Minnow, but Minto, for anyone listening, you know, it's yeah. – uh, the, the, well, not the greatest area of Campbelltown, if I, if I choose my words wisely, but yeah. So look, they they had a you know, Dad always said to me, got he'd get, he'd get me to a certain point, and then that was yeah. it. I had to sort of you know race off sponsors' money, um, mm. and all through Spring Cars, uh, Nick Crochet, uh, mm. who owns Finco Automotive Finance and Private Fleet as well. Mm. Um, another sort of car online sort of car thing where you ring them, tell them what you want, they go find it, buy it, and then sell it to you. Yeah, right. Um, so he actually bought my first sprint car for me. Um, mate, it was nothing flash compared to yeah. what was out there or <laughs> is out there now. Yeah. Um, it was out of the back of some dude's garage in St. Clair or something. So yeah. we just fixed it up the best we could because I couldn't afford to do Formula Ford and stuff like that. I got mm. opportunities, got offers, all that sort of stuff. Um, just could not. Yeah, have the funds for yeah. my family for one, and I mm. wouldn't have expected them to mortgage a house and shit like that. Like other yeah. people have had to do, so I'm glad they didn't because if they if they did, I'd probably now being older and know what money is, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be really shitty about that. <laughs> so yeah, sprint cars it was. Never raced on dirt in my life and rolled out for my first sprint car race. No hot lap. Oh yeah, did hot laps. So that was it. So yeah, but it got me to a down a path where I've got to live in a different country, a lot of life experience and and um experiences in regards to just working out how the world works, to be honest, and how to treat people. And uh, I use that now in real estate, to be honest. You know, yeah. trying to get sponsors, look after sponsors is just like, you know, trying to sell someone's house, you know, look after them, get the yeah. job, and then get a good result for them. Um, and then, yeah, just doing the right thing by people, to be honest. Yeah, right. And and you got to start in real estate through um, one of your sponsors, didn't you? Yeah, so McLaren Real Estate, uh, who I don't work for now, mm. but they gave me my opportunity. In, um, yeah, they were sponsoring me at the time. I said, when I rang and said, Quit racing, uh, which was uh, you know, another whole story we'll probably get to. But, um, yeah. yeah, they said, well, what are you going to do? And at that point, when I'd fly back from America, because I'd do six months there, so I'd normally do April to September, mm. summer, and then I'd fly back and then race out here and, and live as well. And obviously, you got to sort of work in Australia. Things are expensive. So I'll drive excavators for Simo, Nick Simmons, and um, you know, a couple yeah. of my other mates as well, just for you know subbing to them. But when I quit racing... I was like, holy shit, what am I going to do now? You know, because I had no idea and mm. I sucked at school and all that sort of shit. So just focus on car racing. Back yeah, then. pretty much, man. That's all I knew what to do. So yeah, they gave me the opportunity and then made honestly, like I haven't raced anything in three years, but it's a real adrenaline rush, you know, trying mm. to sell a house and, and get a deal done. And yeah. I really do enjoy it. It has its ups and downs for sure. Who do you, who's the company that you work for now? So I work for my property consultants. Yeah. Um, so they're probably one of the leading agents in MacArthur. So where I live, obviously Camden. Uh, you know, the Campbelltown area, Norellan, Harrington Grove, Harrington Park, all that sort of stuff. So, but I do, you know, I just sold one on the weekend embargo, you know, down mm. heading towards down barrel and that. So I sort of just go as many places as I can in regards to selling. I'll yeah. go where I have to, uh, but really enjoying it. You know, it's not micromanaged, work mm. from home, you know, get my wage and also get my comms. So yeah. really, really happy in life uh, in regards to that. Yeah, how did, can you give me a bit of a background on how real estate works? Because I, I noticed what you just said then, real estate agents, they sell, you know, where you live, like Camden Way or whatever, and then they sell them barrels. So how does that all work? Does yeah, 
I mean, a lot of a lot of the top guys that have been in it for you know sort of five years plus are you know subcontractors more or less, you know. So they just pretty much split the com with, yep. the, with the company and and do what they want to do. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I do. I uh, you have to if you got one out of area. Like yesterday, I just signed one up in uh, West Hoxton. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's a little bit further past where I normally would go, but. They bought a house off me embargo on the weekend, as I said, and then now I'm selling their house. And, yeah, I would just tell the boss, you know, I'm going out that way. Mm. You know, obviously, as long as you charge the right dollars and cents, you yeah. make it worth your fuel bill and yeah. um, and it's all good. So, yeah, in regards to you can go anywhere you want pretty much. But, yeah, obviously probably not Queensland and, you mm. know, other states. But, yeah, I sold my, my nan's house and pop's house once pop passed away um, in Barrel, you know what I mean? So I have yeah, sold in right. Barrel. Wow. Um, so yeah, go go wherever I can, man. Yeah. Do you enjoy the trips to going out to sell properties and stuff like? Do you actually enjoy the road trips, like getting to like time to yourself? Yeah, yeah, for to sure. So for, like to you sell know, a house, especially when you know you've had good inquiry and and you know it's going to probably happen on the day. So like you know one on on the weekend embargo, I put it online last Tuesday, Saturday first open home had like twenty three groups and you know six people fighting over it and um and that's quite exciting when it's like that you know what i mean you're sort of in charge so yeah. it's um it's pretty cool and that's adrenaline trying to make sure you get the most you can for the vendor so yeah um that was a good result that one and, and most of the time it really is so you know i get my wage each week and then i get a commission um i'm not on that sort of you know schedule yet where i you know i'm a subcontractor to the business and mm. you know making 50 percent. but i'm in a point in my life you know where i well for one i d- didn't expect to be where i am right now in regards to financial wise and yep. how well i've done you know so how long has it taken to get to this point now to be financially secure and be like happy with your future? Man, pretty much first year was pretty, pretty hard. And then, you know, last year, man, like I'm, I'm a pretty honest person, you know, mm. like I turned over 180 for the financial year. Uh, and then this financial year, um, it's probably going to be you know, a bit better as well again. So yeah. So thing, you're not stressing on the racing budget when you get back. Yeah, no, I don't want to pay, <laughs> don't want to pay for it myself. But yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah I, honestly, like, you know, my shocks come today. So like I, I bought them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I haven't told anyone yet, yeah, but yeah. I, I am going to race again on the twenty sixth. You hinted it on Facebook because you yeah, were looking for some yeah, shit. I was looking for a mule. I found one, but uh, yeah, but actually, this point, like in my partner Alana, like she has no idea about racing. So obviously, I met her once I quit. Yeah, and she didn't. She just sort of, you know, doesn't understand, but which I get totally because you know, if you don't get racing, you don't get it at all. Yeah, that's similar to my girl from Brooke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I haven't really tried it. I've actually no, she has, she has been asking questions and stuff, so I've mm. been explaining it to her. Won't tell her exactly how much the shocks were and, and stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah. but like you know, I've I've done a deal with um Darren Park, uh, yeah. who owns uh, Flair Dancewear and also a company called UCB. Yep, he helps Chris Pither. Yeah, okay. um, so he uh, he's the one that you know looks after Chris and gets Chris sponsors and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I've known him for a long time as well. And he just said, mate, I've got some gear there. Do you want to run it? Bring some sponsors on and uh, this and that. So. That's what I've done. Uh, yep. I've got some really good sponsors on board for this, you know, for this, you know, sort of seven races once the track opens. And then I want to do it as fun this time. Yep. I don't want to, don't want to have the stress of what it was before. You know what yeah. I mean? I was trying to make it as a race car driver and that just didn't happen. It's so. pretty hard to actually, like a lot of people don't know, but it's actually quite hard to win just a general track championship. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it's literally like just tougher hard, than Formula hard 1. Hard to win a heat. Do you know what I mean? You know yeah. What I mean? Like, yeah. I only won one race in a sprint car, yeah, man. Like, and, and like, Obviously, like we touched on, come second heaps of times and mm. and uh, and crashed lots of time while while winning. But um, yeah, it's 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 a hard form of motorsport, man. I mean, I wish it had you know the publicity and stuff, which it seems has sort of started beginning a little bit now. You got those V eight drivers trying to dip their toe in the water and stuff. Um, mm. You used to race Camp Cam Waters, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. funny, man. Like I used to race Cam Waters, um, go karts, and then I I went down to Warnable for the classic the other week. He was down there and caught up, said hello. 
Yeah, right. Um, man, I still yeah, I still talk to Jimmy Golding sometimes. Um, yeah, just over over social media and that. Yeah. Um, it's funny, Brody Kostecki. So when I was living in North Carolina in America, yeah, I met him and his dad over there. Me and Brody used to ride the jet skis out on uh, Lake Norman in in North Carolina and stuff. So yeah. I know Brody really well. But yeah, like even you know Anton and. It's just funny, man. Like you, you see where they all are, and I mean, I'm happy. In, I'm happy in life. You know, obviously, well, me, and, me and Alana have bought a bought a place together and stuff like that. So that's shit. I would never thought I'd be able to do doing yeah. what I was trying to do, trying to race race cars. So yeah, I'm in a good place, and I think that's hopefully why well, I suck at golf. I was trying to play golf every Thursday because I get Thursdays and Sundays off. Yeah, you're I'm, trying and to... I'm fucking over that. So that's just <laughs> I'll, I'll keep trying to play, but no, I'm over that. So Thursdays now, I'll um. Probably work on the car and get it ready for yep. for Saturday. Just and, yourself? Uh, Adam Ray is actually going to give me a hand. So he was my crew yep. chief in the DTM car uh, yep. when we won. So, yeah. so But, like, I've made sure I've done it all right. Got the sponsors, um, a lot of cool people on board. And, um, you know, paying Adam and, and mm. doing the right thing by him because he's got a family too and stuff. So I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. And uh, hopefully we can enjoy it. And hopefully I can have fun. If I don't, well, I just won't do it. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yep. If I suck, I won't do it either. So it's been three years. So I don't yeah. know. I can't remember how to start it, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> you had um, you had your crew chief. You're just saying Adam Ray then before, yep. and you're paying him. When you were when you were very successful in that DTM car, mm. he was your crew chief. How did that? How did that all come about in the back of the pits? Yeah, like I've known Adam for a long time, pretty much since I was race. Uh, like started racing sprint cars, uh, and he was sort of going through a phase where he was doing crew chief stuff. I think he was uh, working for before me. I think he was working for like Pete Adard or something like with uh, Jesse Adard and that. Mm. going to america and stuff and then uh the dtm deal will come about mm. uh i started that team from the ground up i mean i painted the floors in the workshop and everything and then um got adam on board as well and he was working full time and he yeah. was a proper it was a proper race team it was um you know it was fully funded uh yeah. he was pretty much full time and and i was racing for you know doing stuff during the week for patty's hire darren who owns it owns patty's hire and some other Hire companies as well, but um, you know, helping them with some stuff around you know the hire company, and then also driving the race car and working on that, or yeah. helping out as much. I'm not very mechanically minded, man. Yeah. I, I you don't, just like to I, go fast. Yeah, I, I, my brother's a mechanically minded one. I don't want nothing to do with. How to, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Doesn't he? He me. likes. Doesn't he like like old school cars and fix them? Isn't he? Doesn't he? He's like in speed shop. Yeah. Is that, is that actually a, like a real business? Yeah, or is that man, just him yeah, fucking yeah. around? So yeah, he's located on Rose Street, just off Blackson Road in Campbelltown. He's got himself a factory, uh, Johnson Speed Shop. Uh, so. Mate, he's, I think he's got 35 cars booked in for this year. Like, no way. Know, doing tubbing and um, work, you know, fixing hot rods and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, sort of, you know, like he's doing, he's doing good. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's the wild one in all sorts of ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's come a long way. So like, even though we butt heads a lot of the time, you know, he's actually going to sponsor me. Actually, he's going to be on either side of the front wing and the middle of the front wing. So, no way. but <laughs> yeah, so we butt heads, but yeah, definitely um proud of him to see where he's at considering what, where he was and he's still he's still got a long way to go if you're listening you've got a long way to go man but but he's, he goes to work every day so that's all i can ask yeah cool he actually gave sprint cars a go it was you two like in a family team and obviously you know most of the budget went to you but he actually gave sprint cars a go how did it feel like when you were trying to focus on your own racing program with him beside you did you did you give him advice or did you just go fuck you i'm just gonna let you no, I wanted not, yeah i wanted nothing to do with him to be honest it was um you know like because dad you know him and dad and yeah, mom obviously were trying to pay for his stuff and he was using a lot of my old stuff, but mm. still good enough stuff. But he just, uh, like I'll, I'll hold it wide open and there's other people out there that will as well, but he just didn't know when to lift, just didn't know, just didn't care. I think he destroyed 
you know, pretty much more than I would in sort of three, four seasons, you know. So, yeah, uh, mate, honestly, but Seb's the type of kid that's good at anything. Like, so even when we're growing up, like he'd, he'd do, you know, scooter riding, backflip that. He'd try and backflip a moto. He'd, uh, you know, play golf. He'd, he'd be good at whatever he did, but it'll, yeah. it'll all last two seconds. Like he'd just get over it uh, as quick <laughs> as he started it. Never stuck at anything. So if he stuck at racing and probably tried, you know, I'll be honest, probably got the same opportunities I did in go-karts. And then obviously bring cars and stuff. He'd probably would have been better than me, I reckon. Yeah, it's a tough build to swallow to say that, but um, he was yeah. good at everything. So uh, yeah, he was. He, he had the potential, but yeah, he just lose interest. And um, yeah, but he never. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. He probably never got the opportunities like I did. But then I've also got that corporate side of it as well, where I you know made my own opportunities. Hence, you know, driving the NASCAR. You know what I mean? So fourth Aussie to do that. That just didn't come because I just clicked my fingers. You know, so I yeah. uh, had Hayden Thorley. Who was um yeah. a friend of mine that I met through racing? Yeah, uh, he actually just, hit me up on Instagram. He's a really nice bloke. Yeah, actually. yeah, no. So yeah, yeah, Aiden's an absolute legend, man. He um, I don't know. We, we mate, we've only met probably three, four times off the yeah. top of my head. It was all over phone, over social media, just getting to know each other. And then he just said, "Mate, he wants to help. He wanted to help me." Um, yeah. he lives in Queensland, doesn't he? Yeah, he's in Queensland. Yeah, so I flew him. To, we, he come down for one of the races when I started in that DTM, but. Mm. Yeah, man, I, I do have to make sure I, I say that he worked his ass off as well doing proposals and stuff like that to get help me get that Brant Agriculture sponsorship to do the NASCAR. Yeah. Um. So, and like, you know, I didn't have money to give him. I didn't, you know, I didn't have nothing to give mm. him. He just did it purely because he wanted to help me. So, um, massive, massive shout out to him Um. Yeah. because, I, you know, well, no, if, if it wasn't for him and his knowledge on you know, that sort of marketing side of stuff and how to put stuff together and giving me ideas and we'll bounce on ideas off each other to, to get Brand to sponsor me. Because mm. it wasn't just, oh, he's a proposal sponsor me, you know, like I mm. we got him leads out here and I visited mm. farmers and shit like that. Is Brand actually coming out this way now to Australia or are they, are they through like a different company name or are well, they just, or are they working with companies in the Australia? The problem was, man, I re- like it's weird, man. I, I probably could have gone a lot further with them, but their product is actually not legal in Australia. So most, yeah, of, the, right. so most of the agriculture stuff, you can't actually use an Australia pewter, you know, whatever yeah. it may be because of Australia's, Australia's uh, laws yeah. and shit. Yeah, 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 Australia, yeah. Australia and they're tight as none's nasty. Oh, so I can't yeah. say that. <laughs> no, no, you can, no. Yeah, you can yeah, say well, whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, they're, they're tight with everything. You know yeah. I mean? So they don't open their horizon. Yeah. Um, And obviously America lets a lot of things slide in regards to the chemicals and stuff. So it yeah. was actually a lot more to it. Um, yeah. Obviously it was now, well, that was 2017. So I can't really exactly remember the ins and outs, but. Uh, got along really well with the guy that looks after Brand Australia, uh, mm. Rick Brandt, who owns it. We went out, he flew out to Australia and we went to dinner and stuff in no Sydney. Way. And, and yeah, like it, it, awesome, awesome family. Um, the Brants, uh, yeah, obviously I wish it went well, better. The mm. race itself. They, they sponsor cars in Brazil, don't they? Or they do. Yeah. Yeah. No, they've got a, they've got a Porsche team in Brazil. They've got obviously Justin Algar and the NASCAR that they've sponsored yeah. for many, many years. Who drives for, um, yeah. Did you, did you meet him? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, man, there's, yeah. I don't so know. Who, where who are the NASCAR? A lot of, obviously, a lot of the people will want to know now, like, what are the type of, like, what's the NASCAR atmosphere for an Australian? Because when I went over there as a, as a fan, as you know, I was a massive fan of yeah. NASCAR, there was only very rare Aussies, and you were, sec- essentially, you were, like, the second Aussie, and then James Davison's obviously after you to actually go over there and compete. What was it like living in North Carolina and just, like, that atmosphere, living in that whole, like, just literally that racing, yeah. you know, state? It's it's something you can't describe. It's, yeah. it's they live and breathe it. It's um and there's so much so much money over there. Like it's yeah. just it's crazy. Like to do that one race for for um Carly Young Motorsport was fifty thousand US, and that was on a deal. Yeah, that, right. So normally to do a truck race is about 
between 100, 150,000 per race. Mm. Um, you know, my mate, Ryan Reed, who, you know, is, is he raced for Roush, didn't he? Yeah. So he yeah. was one of my best mates. Um, he was bringing six and a, I think it was six and a half or six, six. Mm. It was in the six millions US yep. a, a year to drive that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was through his Lily Diabetes sponsorship. Yeah. Because uh, he's a diabetic. So yep. that all, and, and don't get me wrong, him and his dad worked their, bump, their butts off as well to make mm. that sort of sponsorship happen. Mm. Um, Ryan, you know, when, uh, when me and the ex broke up after mm. I come back from Vegas, um, I was, uh, that's another story, but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll skip that. Well, I was, you know, I was in yeah. the, I, I had me back, she had me bags packed and everything. And yeah, you were, you were going to, you, you were essentially like you, you dated a lot of people know you dated a girl who was American. Yeah. Go on, go on over there. Then you, you broken up. And yeah. so, yeah, you're back. And here. then I was in the gutter, man. Yeah. I literally had all my shit and I was yeah. uh, sitting there and I'm like, who the f do I call now? Yeah. And me and stuck Ryan, in America. Yeah. And me and Ryan would always hang out like beers and whatever. And, um, yeah. I just, we yeah, rang him. I said, man, you need to come get me. Hey, he goes, all oh, right. I said, can I just crash for a little bit? Mm. So I'll work out what I was doing. At that point, I don't think, at that point, I hadn't secured the NASCAR thing yet or any sprint car races. Yeah. So I was about to just pull the pin and come home. But then. Um, so you hadn't done really, you were just pretty much trying to muster yourself up to try and get a yeah, ride. You had to be there to muster it up. So yeah, okay. like whether I was here racing and trying to get Brant leads over here mm. and working with Hayden on trying to do that. Mm. You then had to be over there just to show your face. Like I was a good friend of mine, Greg from Off Axis Paint, who paints a lot of the NASCAR guys' helmets. Mm. Like I would be in the, I was in his shop. Well, mm. I didn't have a job. I, mean, I was a legal immigrant. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was working for cash. Yeah. Um, sanding helmets. You know what I mean? Like I'm sanding, yeah, you know, Matt right. Crafton's helmet. I'm sanding. And, and Greg was paying me. That was what I got by to live. Yeah. As well as living under Ryan's roof. And, you yeah. know, he, you know, I, I, had, I had enough money. I'd save up each time to make sure I had enough money to, feed myself and have a, you know, have a good time essentially, you know what I mean? But mm. to buy beer and stuff, but, um, man, I was on a, yeah, I was, if I didn't have Ryan or mm. put a head of, uh, um, mm. a roof over my head, sorry. Yeah. And, you know, he took me training twice a day and like, I was, we went vegan for a little bit once to yeah. sort of fit into the NASCAR. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a Joey Mawson size sort of yeah, guy. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I, I weighed, when I come back from America that year, I think when I raced the NASCAR, I was about 93 kilos, like I'm 107 now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So didn't you bring Ryan Turex over here as well? Or is that? No. So Ryan Reed come over. So like yeah. he, so he Ryan, come, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he come over and hung out. We did, um, Christmas together in 2017 and New Year's and stuff. Yep. Started off here and then went up the Gold Coast with, uh, Matt Dumsney and a few of the boys. Bronson Butcher, actually who I used to race go-karts with, yeah, yeah. he lives over there full-time. He works yeah. on, um, I think he's working for Trackhouse Racing now. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah so right. I always mates. wonder what happened to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he, <laughs> he, he, he was he, a legend back then. Yeah, he yeah. was a so good he, bloke. He, um, yeah. yeah, man, so Bron was working for GMS. Yep. Uh, hung out with him a lot as well. And um, and when Ryan come back to visit me on uh, Christmas, New Year's uh, 2017, Bronson come as well. So, yeah, we had a mad time all together and showed him Australia. And then... I haven't seen any of them since. You know yeah, what I mean? right. But yeah. Me well, Ron, that's because they're busy in America. Yeah, guess, yeah. And COVID and whatnot. Yeah, busy yeah. over there. COVID. Um, yeah, obviously things happen with life, but mm. I was talking, like me and Ryan still talk probably twice a week, which is yep. cool. Um, probably Bron. We just, we've still got a Snapchat group, all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. We still keep in touch. Um, I'd love to get back there this year. Mm. Uh, or, yeah, Ryan said, oh, man, we're just, this is bullshit. We're just going to try and do alternate, you know, yeah. take turns each year. But, but yeah, man. Um, I don't even really know what I was saying. Just sort of mm. like, yeah, it's um. Does Ryan Reed want to get back in? Or oh, I know Truex Junior. Truex's brother is yeah. racing those cars. But does Ryan Reed want to get back into it, or is he kind of you like he's just like cooled off? Yeah. And he's just... So once the sponsorship ended uh, with Roush and mm. Lily, he did some one-offs, but that's a money thing, man. He just yeah. sort of can't get the funds. And then now he's working 
full-time looking after a kid named Jack Wood. Yep. Uh, who's racing, did trucks last year and doing them again this year. Yeah, okay. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity over there. Like, you know, if I was still there, I probably would be in this same boat in regards if I wasn't racing. You know, there's there's um, a lot of roles in being mentors for for mm. kids with yeah, money. Like driver coaches. And, yeah, 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 which is know? true though. But, yeah. you know what I mean? Like race car drivers yeah. do need money. And yeah, yeah, there is driver coaches who yeah, are the driver is, coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funneling the guys who have more cash. That's true. That's a yeah. true statement though. So. Yeah, so not only, yeah, driving and, and um you know, lining deals up for him, you know, like Ryan gets him, you know, a contract or whatever. And obviously there's money to go with that, mm. but he'll get a good deal on it or whatever. And that, so that's what he's doing now, but he's doing well. Yeah. Other than that, man, it's just sort of, um, yeah, we should, we, I can't wait to go back and see everyone. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um, how was it? How was it racing? Cause you did, did you do world of outlaws as well? Like yep. a few world of outlaws racing. Yep. How's it compared to like a club day here, essentially? Like, what's oh. the difference? Because I got to people don't know the difference when they watch like me. I yep. watch it just for the enjoyment of it. But how yep. does the whole atmosphere compare to like just a Valvoline Raceway? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, even on a weeknight, you know, like mm. they race ninety six times a year or whatever in, in the space yeah, of six right. months. So a World of Outlaws schedule's nuts. But it did how matter. Many races do they do a year? About ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, that's okay. the Outlaws. Yeah, tour. right. Jesus. Um, but even if it didn't matter, like, I, I can't remember, like, you know, I think I might have raced on a weeknight in one of them or something, but, like, on a weeknight, you know, like, there's the stands are packed, you know, but if you did a weeknight here at the new track at Eastern Creek, you'd have no one, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, over there, they just live and breathe motorsport, Um, you know, Sundays was, like, NASCAR Sundays, you know, or, you know, football Sundays, whatever it may be, mm. they're just all over it. So, but, yeah, driving in the actual Outlaws, um, yeah, crazy. Oh. Mm. Did um did Nick Simmons ever help you with your, your deals over in, in America or even back here when you came back for a bit or was was he just a mate and he's helped you out every now and then? No, Nick's a good mate. Um yeah, went to his box and everything like that. Um been a mate for a long time. Mm. Definitely did sponsor me a fair bit when I was doing my family deal. Yeah. Uh and then obviously no, when I went to America, not so much. Uh well no, not at all. Mm. Uh but yeah, we've still got a good friendship. Like I still, you know, yeah, talk. Yeah, you know, I see Kyle Clues. Yeah, he lives at Camden Park. We go to the pub at least you know, sort of once a week and hang out yeah. and have dinner. Does he still have his Aussie race car? Yeah, it's still in his shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still, I thought he sold all that uh, shit. No, nah, he still reminisces sometimes. But yeah. yeah, that's still in his shed. And, you know, still see Walshy because of the sprint car, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, Ryan Bell and Chops and that. Like, even though they're all older dudes, it's funny. Yeah. Like, I've kept, you know, we've all kept in touch, like, purely because of just events and stuff like that. So, Probably when I think about it, anyone my age I race go kart with go karts with, I don't really talk. Do, do oh, yeah. you want to do that four stroke thing that they got going on? Or are you just not interested? Yeah, no, I seen that. I said I'd, <laughs> I'd fill in as like a super sub or something. Yeah. But I don't. I'm too. I'm too big for that. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got I'm a st- certain size for a yeah, go kart. Yeah, yeah. I'd be. Yeah, I'd be like. <laughs> Like Donkey Kong or something, you know yeah. what I mean? So was was numbers for you because you ran number twenty four in go karts and thirty eight. Is numbers like a a thing for you, or you just don't really care? Uh, like, was it was it major for you for the for the sprint car thing or not really? Oh, I mean twenty four was my is my birthday date, so twenty fourth of September. So that's why I was twenty four in go karts. Mm. Um, and then I would have loved to be in twenty four in sprint car, but you know, obviously, there's only people own numbers. You know yeah, what I mean? okay. so you can't just choose whatever number you want. Do they so, have like money on the numbers in sprint car? Yeah, so you pretty much yeah, it's it's like you know if you're um a life member and stuff like that, you own a number or yeah. if you've had a number, you don't you don't give up your number unless you quit racing, pretty much you know. Yeah. So there was only when I bought the car, it was number thirty eight. So that was just sort of why I ran that thirty eight, and then yeah, yeah, that was it, man. To be honest, and then obviously the DTM car was four, and um, and then now the car I'm going to drive this year mm. uh, is number 11 what's oh you're gonna drive number 11 yeah yeah right kinza yeah kinza yeah, style there you go yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so how's um how's when you when you're racing in america 
to obviously Australia. Was it what was it like racing the Yanks when they came over here at, at Valvoline Raceway? Because you like when they went home, it was like it was pretty. It was different, but it yeah. was a lot more easier. But yeah, those guys would run the higher line to when you guys thought you were running the higher line. Yeah. How was it like? Did you did they actually give up any advice like Kane or Tony Stewart or anything, or they just wouldn't talk to you? Yeah, no, I, I actually get along really well with Casey Kane. Um, yep. So I've still got his number in my phone from when I was over there. He um, helped me out. He actually lended me a car, like a ute to drive. So that yep. was cool. So um, yeah, I just picked that up every time I got there and it was always there for me. So um, mm. yeah, he, he was really cool. Um, but in regard, you could talk to him. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know. Out here was sort of like, you know, you knew what you were sort of doing. You had a, well, you had a better idea than, yeah. than turning up over there because over there, the tracks are just so different, different surfaces and, and mm. whatever it may be. So what's the different surfaces of, of like, of cause people who don't watch that much yeah. sprint cars. Cause as you said, it doesn't get much on t- television time yeah. in Australia. What's the different type of clay and dirt, what they use? Yeah. I mean, out here is obviously like a real red sort of solid sort of clay. Um, yep. and then I went, when I raced, you know, for example, Canada, you know, like a weekend up there. It was a lot softer, and but the tracks go a lot slicker over there. So like, there's not as much water going into them, and they're a lot harder. Yeah. Um. So a lot of the time, you're not. There isn't. Sometimes there might be a curb, like a cushion, mm. but a lot of the time you're trying to get your car to set up on a slick track. Um. And that's what happened. The outlaw race that I, you know, I, you know, we had the setup good for the heat race. Went from seventh to second. Uh, mm. Made the dash. Started along, uh, yeah, next to Donnie in that. Mm. And um. Missed the setup in that, but that was okay because I thought I could still sort it out for the feature. But I was on the phone to Nick Speed, like I don't know what time it was over here, but yeah, yeah. you know, like Nick Speed's been <laughs> 4 a four AM or something. Yeah, like. so yeah, he's been a really good <laughs> he's been a massive, you know, really, really close friend of mine actually, and and um and Nicole as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was on the phone to him literally just saying, like, well, how the hell do I set this up? Because I didn't the team I was driving for, they had multiple like they had another driver as well who was always the fa- like I could tell he was the favorite. Yeah, yeah. And like he was getting It does the- happen in car racing. Oh, yeah, You've got yeah. one guy who's like the like in big teams, like who's the number one? Yeah. And then you got the number two. Yeah. So, so essentially you're the number two. Yeah. So I, yeah. I was starting way further up the field than him, and I could just tell that well, no, I knew. Yeah. Like I wasn't getting the right shit. And yeah. into the point where I'm starting off, I think it was like six or something in a World of Outlaws race, mm. and they didn't have any new tires for me. Because yeah. At the track, they ran out of new tyres. So I went racing around trying to see if someone, because I wanted, a, I think it was a 94 or 96 left rear I wanted. Mm. And so the bigger in the size obviously stands the car up. And, you know, so yeah. when the track goes slick, you might start of the night, you might start on a 90. Yep. And then by the end of the night, depending on how slick the track is, and as long as the curb isn't too big, the cushion, mm. you might end up on like a 94 or 96. So I was running around trying to find one of them. There was mm. none left from the dude that was selling them at the track. Mm. and the team didn't have any left and no one wanted to give them up because obviously mm. and even i even asked dudes that didn't even make the show but they just didn't have any and and then turns out old mm. mate next to me in the team yeah he had two brand new tires on and i'm yeah. like where the <laughs> where'd you get that from you yeah. know what i mean and, oh apparently we found it yeah i'm like well so now i rolled out to a world of outlaws race my best opportunity with yeah, no ever new, no in, yeah, in ever, an, ever. Yeah. no and then probably never well it's not probably not gonna happen again and yeah no new tires, and it was just you can't you buy on the eight ball by a long time, like yeah. long shot, you know. So that pissed me right off. But what's the deal with um for me um the guys grinding the tires? Like what's what's the difference for mm. like obviously I'm I'm a tar guy. Yeah. So what's for people who are tar listeners, right? What's yep. why do they grade the tires, and what's the what's what's the deal with? Yeah. That whole so situation? you can do a couple of things. Obviously, you can cut grooves in them. Um. Mm. So you just sort of make it more square edges on the tire, but. When they've got the angle grinder out and they're grinding around the tire, they're yep. actually getting that. So sometimes a tire can seal over. So if you're out there racing and you're wide open for whatever it is, 15, 20 laps, and then you slow down, mm. 
you know, sometimes the tire, as it sort of, as you slow down under a caution or something, it can seal over. Mm. And then it, you then you shit out for the rest of the race. It just changes everything. And I don't really know the t- like how to describe the the feel, but the t- the car just goes to shit. And yeah, uh, right. so what they pro- what they're doing is just trying to you know make sure the tire's not sealed over before they go out. Yeah. Because who knows? You know, once the race is over, you're driving back through the pits and go over some water or whatever it may be. Mm. You could seal it over without even knowing. Mm. So they're just making sure that's right. Sometimes you see them grinding new tires. Yep. Uh, to get that shine off it. Uh, but that's about it, man, to be honest. Yeah. What a, when, when, when fans arrive to the stadium, which, which when you're going to be racing Eastern Creek again, yep. you, you guys are wheel packing. Yeah. What for, for like a general fan who, who wants to go to Eastern Creek, but hasn't gone to even Parramatta. Yep. Um, what's the deal with wheel packing and why do they, why do they do it? Like, why is it a thing? Cause in, in, you know, when, when you race on tow, you just go out there yeah. and just fucking fang it. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. yeah, yeah. But yeah. for you, you've got to actually bet in the track, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, they've got to prepare the track, the track so it lasts the whole night, pretty much. Um, yep. If they just didn't water it and just didn't give it any love, mm. uh, it'll just take rubber straight away. So it's weird to say, but a dirt track will take rubber, you know, like it, and then you will see white smoke coming off the tires, and mm. and they're so hard to drive in the in the rubber mm. if you've got a tight race car. But anyway, that's a, that's a sort of another thing you d- you don't want that to happen mm. is what I'm trying to say. So. Um, a lot of water goes in, pack the track in, and then you'll see like at the start of the night, you're, you're, you're covered in shit. And then by yeah. the end of the night, when the track's in good condition, there might be, yeah, there will be multiple lines, obviously bottom, maybe middle mm. and, and the top, but there's not as much mud. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a little bit more dust, but yeah, you're just, pa- just trying to pack the track in, um, cause they've put a heap of water in it and they're just trying to get it all nice. So then it's uh, safe enough to obviously hot lap on, um, do the hot laps, try and blow a little bit off. And then hopefully it comes in pretty good by, uh, time trials. That's why sometimes drawing a pill mm. to be first out for time trials is either you know bad or good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because depending on the heat and how much water's gone into the track, it still could still be greasy. Yeah. And then if you get a late pill draw, you're obviously going to be quicker than the guys that have gone out the at the beginning so, and vice versa. So yeah, right. that's pretty much yeah. What the where, where does where does the quick time pill you draw you? Does it does do they does, does like say if you get number one, do you get to choose your heat or do they just select when when the number? No, one? no. So like yeah, if you just pull out. If say I pulled out one. Yeah, I have to time trial first. Yeah, you know I mean, and I'll either I'll look at the the day or whatever if it's been raining or it's going to still be heavy, pretty greasy. Mm. But if it's hot, well then obviously, hopefully we do enough hot laps where it blows the grease off, so then it's going to be good. Yeah, but yeah, so you just so you you turn up, do drivers meeting, uh, you get random pill draw to see where you t- um time trial, you do your time trial, and then obviously you get placed into a heat. Um, so normally there's an invert. So if you're quickest, you're probably normally off six or. Yep. Or yeah, sixth or fourth, depending on the in- invert. Yep. How many are in a heat normally? Oh man, I think like, normally normally twelve or tens of max. Yep. Um, and then sort of normally top four. So if there's four heats, top four will transfer to the A, and then the next four will come out of the B. Yeah. Okay. Um. So how many cars like when you're racing in Australia, like even at the Classic and Parramatta Speedway, when it was big for the Dali? How many cars were there in the pits in America for a big meeting compared to Australia? Was there a massive difference or was there about the same amount? Yeah, I mean, well, I never did like the Knoxville Nationals and stuff like that. You know, like mm. you just see like the, the Knoxville Nationals, there could be you know, 100 something cars. But for a normal event over there, you, you, it's more of the quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, there might not be as many, mm. but the quality is just crazy. More, more depth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where over here, you know, the classic, you know, you'll get 115 cars or something and to make that top 24 is, is very hard. I've been fortunate enough to do it three times, but mm. you know, it doesn't, it, everything's going to go your way sort of thing. So, but even like, you know, on the 26th, I think they're expecting, you know, probably between 40 and 60 cars at Eastern Creek. So yep. 
only 24 make the A-Main, so you just got to hope you have a good night. Um, and That'll be mainly New South Wales-based cars, will it, or do you reckon there'll be some? Now, because most, most of the borders are open, but is WA open? I don't no, even know. No, no, <laughs> no they're not. So okay. WA, no, no, WA, yeah. I don't even forgot that was even part of Australia, to be honest. But um, <laughs> Perth Alia. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, I think you'll get a couple maybe Queenslanders. I think there might be in a, a race up there at the same weekend. Yep. Um, but probably, you know, a few Melbourne cars might come up, maybe like Veely and stuff like that, but. Uh, I mean, for me, I hope it's just New South Wales cars yeah. because uh, I just want to try and get my eye back in. It's um, the quickest thing I've driven on the roads at Nissan Navara, you know what I mean, since yeah. I stopped racing. So <laughs> just got to jump back in and just try and, um, you know, get the groove again and see what happens. Yeah, as, as, we're, as we're talking about Eastern Creek Speedway opening up, um, do you remember your first time ever going to Parramatta Speedway as a kid? Do you remember your first time? Like, I like the nostalgia. I'm big for nostalgic memories on the show. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, do you remember, remember like going through the gates? Any favorite superstars? Do, yeah, you yeah. know what I actually remember? I actually remember my old man making me have to have a sleep. Yeah. Before we even went. Yeah. Because they, they were like, you know, I'd, I'd yeah. fall asleep at the track. That's how long. Like, I don't even know how old I was. I wasn't like six or something. I could have been, I swear I would have been maybe like, maybe eight, nine, yeah. even 10, I reckon. And I still remember at the Grassmere house that, yeah, mum and dad put me to sleep and said, when you wake up, we'll go to the we'll get you get to go to the races or whatever so yeah that's how far back i remember that i remember running around there as a kid and stuff and did you have many of the go-kart mates as a kid or you just ran around with your with, with your with your parents no just there? with the parents and then you know it's um you know me oh toby Balboa was my age so i remember running around with him in like the outlaw shows i remember the outlaw race once mm. uh, that was cool. toby and you kind of got into well he was already in a sprint car family but he kind of got you into that sprint car route didn't he yeah I, I guess so yeah i mean like at the end of the day you know toby um you know, he did a bit of racing with me and dad as well. Um, mm. But we were very, you know, very good mates. Um, and I went to the track a lot with them. Mm. So I guess when I had the opportunity to do it, I guess, well, it kind of made sense. Um, yep. Couldn't afford to do anything else. And obviously I want to keep racing. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we uh, yeah had many, many moments together. Yeah. Uh, probably the one that Toby will remember as well. <laughs> and everyone will remember was when I was running above the cushion. Yeah. For the whole feature race. And there was only like two laps to go. And the one lap I went to the bottom, he spun out in front of me when I was lapping him. Yeah. And uh, and I went like sky high in the air. So yeah, that was another night I probably should have won. But anyway, what do yeah. you do? do you have, um, did you have any rivalries? I ask this normally on the show. Do you have any guys who you like butted heads with? Was it was it Toby or was it someone else? Oh, yeah. Me and Toby butted heads. Yeah. He's, <laughs> we're probably not as, well, no, we're definitely not as close as we used to be purely yeah. because of stuff on track. But yeah. Um, probably him, but that was. Uh, some guys you just know you don't want to if you're going to pass someone you pass them yeah how you want to pass them so um yeah, you just got to stick it in there yeah pretty much i mean me and jimmy like yeah like i've even sl slide every time i've tried to pass well had to pass him yeah i've just done something whatever I had to do sort of thing and he sort of gets the shits but um <laughs> he's even his crew yeah the shits one time got slid him in the, at Parramatta. i think it was in the three yeah and uh almost took out his front end but i mean at the end of the day man i was just trying to do what i had to do you know what i mean so there's sort of yeah. no mates on the racetrack did you ever go to, um, I know, I know I've met you, you and Toby years ago at the Homebush track. You guys happen to be sitting in the same stand as me. Yeah. But do you, do you remember going to your first supercar race? Like as a kid or anything? Did you, yeah, was yeah. your dad full into that at Oran Park? Cause you lived out that way or not oh, really? Yeah. Dad. Yes and no. My other mate actually, Blake Mitchell. Um, yeah. Okay. He, me and him, well, he lived at Cobbity. Yeah. So like we used to go to Oran Park for the V8s all the time. Um, yep. and that was, we just run around me and him all day. That was it. You know what I mean? Like we'd. There was one time there we even got like we were like young as yeah like the full straight and comb over front frame 
that sort of shit. And, uh, the blonde we, tips. Yeah, and like then. a singlet and like just look like, I now look back, I'm like, what the hell? But It's embarrassing it was, on yeah, Facebook. It was even one time we managed to, we were underage and we managed yeah. these, like we'd get, get in anywhere because we'd sneak in. But yeah. we had these promo girls drive us back to his house and stop off at the bottle and they got us drinks and everything. And <laughs> um, they dropped us off at his parents' house because his parents weren't home. So, uh, yeah, good memories, good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, if I could, I wish I could. Like, I, I can't read or write very good, but I would yeah. love to write. Like, if I got the opportunity, writing a book would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Would you, so you would, if you if you got someone to do, like, be an editor or something, you'd probably, that would be an, a career goal for you, did say? Like oh, a, like yeah. I mean, it would be awesome. I mean, I, yeah. like, I don't think many people, I'm, like, I'm a nobody. You know what I mean? I, I know that. Oh, but, everyone but, has a story. That's uh, why I got this, yeah, that's yeah, why I got this yeah, podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> that's right. That's why I'm sitting here. Everyone yeah. has a story. Not everyone knows your story, but yeah, yeah I think oh, I'd love to just to have it. My missus would probably divorce me. Yeah, <laughs> um, with some of the stories and that, and um, but you were young and dumb back yeah, then. Yeah, you know, young and dumb, but <laughs> but yeah, there was some stupid shit and yeah. good times and just drinking and and having fun and, and um, yeah, even the racing though at the same time as well. That was that's been really really cool. Yeah, um, got to do many things and live in obviously America a lot and uh, you actually yeah. had a go. Obviously, we've gone through a lot of different stuff on the podcast, but you actually had a go on Chris Pither's Super 2 car at Wednesday, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How was that? How was that going from the sprint car to the Super 2 car? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I was racing sprint cars. Um, yep. And through Darren, who now I'm driving for, it was yep. because of him because he owned that, um, yeah, that right. car. He was, he was ice break coffee milk as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So how'd you find that? Because like you, yeah. you, you, weren't, you weren't really like, you just like didn't really... No, you didn't even think it was going to come, really. No, 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 no. And then they said, "Do you want to come out and do the day sort of thing?" So, yeah. I mean, did you get many sessions, or did you only get? No, like, I think I got probably about maybe thirty-five laps, maybe. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Which, yeah, you do to do ten lap sessions. You know what I mean? But mm. I, I got my head around it. But mm. the braking was, you know, something that I obviously never experienced. Mm. Um, didn't realize how, yeah, didn't realize how hard you had to pull the sequential gearbox. Yeah. So I had to get used to that. The power didn't bother me. That was fine. Yeah. The spring car probably goes a bit faster, but initially. Yeah. But um yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean like yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I've driven a NASCAR truck, sprint cars, yeah, go karts, super two car. Yeah, man. I've yeah. had a good time. You've had, you've had a mad time. And, yeah. and so when did you when did you get married to, to your girl? Well, you, I'm not married. I don't oh, know why married. I said divorce, but oh, okay. she would divorce me anyway. But no. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, nah, that's I mean, the plan. Yeah, that's the plan yeah, in nah, the books. Yeah, she's the one. So we'll, get, we'll put a ring on that event at one stage. Um, yeah. But yeah, been together two and a half years and um, she's actually in real estate as well. She's a property manager. So Yeah, okay. Um, so that's how, you, that's how you guys met. Yeah, I was a bit creepy and slid in the DMs on Instagram. Yeah, um, right. yeah so I did that. But yeah, no, she's really good and... Definitely sort of got me on a good path as well um, in regards to, yeah, I still like to have a good time with the boys and that, but yeah, she's, yeah, looks after me, cooks, cleans, and um, we're a good team. Um, so yeah. we're saving and bought something already and ready to buy something else. So yeah, she's smart with that stuff. Yeah, right. Cool. Hopefully she just likes racing and lets me do it for fun, but we'll <laughs> see what happens. So you're going to plan to um, obviously race. Is it, is it just going to be for fun or is it just going to be just casual racing now? Are like you going to try and do the full season at Eastern Creek? Yeah, so that's the plan. Um, yep. Obviously, depending on work, like Saturday is my biggest day with work. So I have sat down with my boss and um, he said, yeah, all good. So I'll get to the track about 3.30. Yeah. Um, and it's only 35, 40 minutes from home, depending yep. where I'm working as well. You know, if I'm in Camden, it's only yeah, 35, 40 minutes. But yep. I've got to, I haven't told dad yet. So I've got to get dad to drive the truck there each week. <laughs> and maybe he hears this first on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, he's going to hear this now. So I'll, I'll just slip, <laughs> slip him 50 bucks or something. But anyway, no, we'll, got to get got to get him to drive that there because I'll, I just won't have time to leave early enough to, to take that. So 
Yeah. And then Adam will meet him there. And then, um, is yeah, Seb going to crew as well? Or yeah, not really? Seb wants to come out. A couple of his mates want to. So there'll, there'll be enough of us to, to make it all happen. But yeah, at the end of the day, we'll just sort of see how the first couple go. I'm doing it serious enough where, you know, obviously I'm, I'm got my crew chief. I've gone and bought the shocks. So I've got the right shocks, good motors in the car. Um, we'll have new tires on it. So yeah. all that, all those fundamentals will be correct. Uh, mm. Whether my head's in the right places or maybe it used to be in regards to trying to drive it, we'll soon find out in yeah. a couple of weeks. Uh, your head's got to be in the right place to drive those things. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't be second guessing yourself and stuff like that. So yeah. hopefully that's going to be all good. And um, yeah, I, I would I would like to go good. Mm. But at the same time, I know there's no pressure in, oh shit, you know, if I don't make the feature this week or if I don't mm. run top 10, yeah, that's a step backwards in trying to achieve what I want to achieve. Because now... I just want to do it for fun. I want to have a good laugh. Um, but at the same time, I want to be competitive. Keep, I, want yeah. to, I want to try and win again. I only, only won yeah. one of them. Yeah. One time I had a decent car and a decent crew chief. Yeah. It only lasted for not even a full season. And, and I got one win and we multiple quick times. So yeah. the gear's probably not as good as that DTM stuff. Yeah. Um. But I will hope, for, hopefully, for for some good results. Is Marty Perovich going to come back and race? Do you know any, anything? About oh, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Marty for a long time now. I'm still, <laughs> yeah, still right. follow him on face, um, Instagram and stuff. So yeah. Um, I know he's out down down past there. I'm at Razorback now, so I know he's down a bit further. And um, didn't you used to work out with him back in the yeah, day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, when I first started racing spring, I couldn't hang on to the steering wheel. You know, yeah. Like it was, uh, it's so physical. Yeah. And uh, Marty lived the same area as me. And, 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 you know, once again, you know, obviously there's a lot of good people that have been part of my journey. And, uh, mm. you know, he, he said, come to the gym with me, you know, whatever. Obviously he's fucking Hulk. So yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I w didn't want to be as big as him. But, yeah, he definitely did show me a lot of, um, yeah. you know, techniques and stuff to try and, you know, hang on to the wheel a bit better and stuff. So that was um, that was cool. But, yeah, right now I'm sitting here. I haven't been to the gym yet. Uh, I play all taggers on a Monday and, and I'm trying to do a little bit of running. But yeah. anyone that knows me, I'm, they probably know I'm lying there a little bit. Uh. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I'll just jump back in, see how we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, are you going to come down? What, to the to the Eastern Creek yeah. race? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, when yeah. you said you were racing, I wanted to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, well, I'll let the promoters know that, I'm, that I bring crowds. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so we obviously have a mate in, in common who actually did TV reality. Do you know Gallagher? Are you still mates with Ryan Gallagher? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I went to his wedding. I married at first sight and everything. That yeah, was fun. yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a good time. But I've still got him on social media. I mean, I probably haven't. Spoke to him in a in a in a long time. I mean, yeah. um, I think we might have chatted a little bit over the over the social media. Yeah, I know Seb's actually been talking to him a little bit about he's been doing some cars and stuff. Ryan himself. Yeah, right. And I think Seb's been talking to him, but um, in regards to car stuff. But yeah, other than that, man, no, like yeah, it was fun. You know, when we're all sort of hanging out, you know, like Vegas, you know, the Bucks, and then obviously that sort of he got married. Mm. Or married at first sight. It might have been the year later or something like that. So that's sort of why I got the got the ring in. I was just a ring in, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. But it was fun. <laughs> you know, all the boys went up. So yeah, yeah that was cool. cool. That's oh, I watch Married at First Sight still now. So. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty loose yeah. show though. I'm hey. hoping I get home tonight in time, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill your time before yeah, you get married at first sight. Um but yeah, so you you're obviously gonna race at Eastern Creek. Um what do you think about the difference between like I don't know this, but you know, because you've been heaps of tracks, the difference between like the race promoters, you know, you had Oh, who was who was running Parramatta at the um, end? Barry of it? Waldron was. Yep, yep, yep. And now John Kelly is running it, and, yep. and his wife. Yeah, look, I don't. Oh, to be honest, John Kelly owns or runs Brisbane, mm. um, and I never never raced there. Yep. Um, purely because I just you know, didn't. D didn't. Yeah. Um, I went to expensive. Toowoomba. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went to Toowoomba. That was mad. But um, never yep. just never went to Brisbane. Don't know why. Don't yep. know. And probably never will. But you know, I've heard he runs a pretty good ship up there. Yeah. Um. So it will be interesting. Uh, I know there's another guy called Scott Anderson involved in the new track as well. Yeah. Okay. I think he's got stuff to do, like you know, runs monster trucks and stuff. So don't quote me on it, but I, yeah. I've heard he's a pretty good, you know, pusher of the buttons and promoter yeah. sort of thing. So 
Um, I, I hope that it they do really well. I know the track's probably not as what everyone was hoping in regards to banking and stuff like that. And mm. the corners are so long, apparently. I haven't been out there, but I've watched the videos. Is it flat or is it... Is it is no, it, apparently it's got banking, but the corners are so long and the short, uh, straights are so short. So it's yeah. sort of not... Okay. As like Parramatta. Is um, there any tracks that you've raced in America that can compare to it from what you've heard? <sighs> no, not really. No, I'll let you know after the first race. Yeah. I'll let right. you know. But um, Hopefully you can get me and my girlfriend in the pits. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll try my best. Um, <laughs> I'll see how you I've go. still got to try and work out how I get in the pits. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to, to see it um, and, and drive on it. And then obviously I'll be able to work out what it's like from there. Um, yeah. yeah, I raced in Brun uh, Bunbury. Over in Perth. Yeah. Um, and I sort of think it's like that, but Bunbury's a bigger. Mm. So I'm kind of picturing it to be like that, but I don't know. Like I spoke to a few people and they just said it's, it's hell fast. You know, mm. the ones that did the practice nights and that. So uh, whatever, that's all good. There Could you go. compare any of your go-karting days, your targo karting days to a sprint car when you first got in or was it just like a clean slate? Oh, clean slate. Yeah, definitely clean slate. I mean, the only thing, only thing I can actually compare is probably the throttle application in a Rotax. Yep. Back then, apparently now that you can just step on it, and I the Evo, I don't even. Yeah, I, I, I've never I, had a go at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have no idea. So I obviously haven't raced in a while. But back in the day, mm. um, yeah, you obviously have to you know roll on the throttle and stuff like that. So in a sprint car, you can't just mash it; you just do a backflip. You know what I mean? So yeah. And you've Ryan Macron, uh, yeah, right. Did it the yeah, other yeah. At Archerford, you're you know actually wearing his shirt, aren't you? Locked down. Oh does yeah, it, yeah, doesn't, yeah. He actually, there you doesn't go. he own that? There, there you go, go <laughs> mate. Send me a couple of free ones. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, it can happen in a split second. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you got to definitely roll on the throttle. Um, so throttle control is a massive thing. Like I run really heavy springs on it, yeah. um, on the throttle itself. Cause I really want to feel it. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, I probably definitely do run a lot more than some people. Cause I, yeah, just want to make sure I'm feeling everything. Mm. Uh, but then some people won't run any at all. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just a preference thing. Yeah. I heard in the pits back in the day when I was obviously around the, like to hang around there, like a bad smell. Yeah. Um, that Marcus Dumsey was running like a smaller engine at the time and same did you at some point and then you changed. There's bigger different cubic inch motors, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, well, probably more or less, like there was a 372 cubic inch, but you wouldn't run that. That was back in the day. Mm. All motors are now 410, but yep. there is like little ones, you know, a lot smaller motors and you yeah. call, call them a Dash 12 or a GB. Yeah, you know, 360 so, or are they, is that a different? No, nah, that's totally different altogether. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's totally different. So the, a Dash 12 would be a small 410 motor. Yep. With, you know, that might produce 800 horsepower yep. and a little bit. Where now there's some, motor, like those DTM uh, yeah. motors that I was around yeah, racing. Yeah. Sorry, the DTM car with the Morrison motors in them. Yeah. They were like up over 900 horsepower. So yeah. I know some of them pushing 950, 980, but unless you can get that to the ground, there's no point having it. So yeah. uh, the motors I've got now, I've got two. Um, Darren, sorry, Darren's got two motors, mm. um, built by Alan Felsch. So just a local guy, um, you know, I think, you know, they're between 880 and, you know, 890, 870, somewhere around there. So that's, that's fine for me. It doesn't, as long as they, they run good for two laps and qualifying and then the rest of the night, it's not about horsepower. It's about how you gear it and how you set the car up anyway. Yeah. Right. And it's all about controlling the car and trying to get it to, to last. Yeah. Yeah. Pick yeah. the right car. Yeah. Don't blow your tires off early. You know, pick the right line, be on the right part of the track. Um, yeah. always searching for different lines, you know, unless there is a predominant line, but, um, yeah, definitely always searching around and, and being aware of, you know, if you're on the top and you've, and you've got someone on your, you know, your peripheral vision. vision. Yeah. I hate that word. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to make sure you're looking and, you know, get down to wherever they are or whatever it may be. So yeah, you know, I've had times where I've lapped people and then the lap cars pass me back and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, then I yeah. realize, oh, but there's rubber down there or something like that. So then you got to 
quickly adjust before someone else passed you. So yeah, that's probably the. Would hardest you be chasing thing. the rubber, or would you be chasing them more the clay? Nah, well, the, the, once the rubber goes down, the race is over. It's just one lane. It is like a tar race. Then you know what I mean. Yeah. It's one lane, and if you get out of that, you're stuffed. You know, because it's so slippery out of the rubber. Yeah. So, or you never want the track to go rubber down because mm. the racing just turns. Would, would it only happen at Valvolina or would it happen at other tracks? No, it happens. It happened at the Classic all weekend, you know, down in Warnable, you know, just because yeah. they changed the the uh, the surface down there. So the heat and stuff, you know, you have eighty cars. It's hard to maintain sometimes. So it is going to take rubber. Yeah. Um. But you know, then they rework it and then it goes away. But that's you know, you know, Parramatta on those hot days, yeah, rubber would come, but. You don't in speedway racing. You don't want the rubber to come because it just turns into shit racing. One lane, no one can pass each other, and so follow the leader. Yeah. Um. You want a nice wide track, you know, with a little bit of a bottom, a little bit of a top, and you actually have to drive the car and work for it. Then, you know, and then obviously it makes a lot of passing opportunities as well. Yeah. Right. How did it? How did you find out? Because we've spoke, spoken a lot about your racing, going from like the family deal to the DTM, and even to the W, like the World of Outlaws. Yeah. Hmm. Like how was how was the difference in terms of like you and your dad and your brother pretty much just working your butts off, yeah, right, like scratch like scrambling for sponsorship, yeah, yeah, as opposed to like running a deal. Like was it just a lot less stressful? You turn up to the track, yeah. focus on your driving. That's it, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I like the family deal. I was driving the car to the track. I was loading it up, you know, and I was thinking about adjustments throughout the night and working, you know, with, with Jim Smith as well. Um, yeah, he was a big help as well in my in my sprint car career. He he got me you know going you know in regards mm. to setup and stuff. But you know, to, and you know, trying to make you know thinking of sponsors and keeping them happy and you know mm. trying to entertain sponsors at the track and shit mm. was just crazy. You know what I mean? Like you just you got to this type of form of motorsport. You got to be there. You got to be focused, and you got to concentrate on what you need to do at the at the task at hand. Yeah. Um. So having Adam, he sets yeah. the car up. I don't ask any questions. I don't care what he does to it. If he just says do this, like run in this part of the track or yeah. Or you should maybe run around here. Yeah, right. I'll take it on board and I'll go out there and just drive the thing. And I, you know, I don't have to worry about a thing. You know, mm. so um, the DTM thing. Yeah, obviously, yeah, fully funded, mm. uh, amazing, amazing equipment. Mm. Is so Jake Baines going to run it here at Eastern Creek? What's the go? Do you do you, you don't really talk to them? No, nah, I don't talk. Yeah, no. Yeah. Honestly, I have been in the speedway twice since I quit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I quit. 2019, my last race was the classic. How, how'd, like, at that point for you, because you were obviously turning into, like, a big crowd favourite and you just decided to call it a day. Yeah. I remember the post that you posted and whatnot. Yeah. But what made you just think, I've just had enough? Do you know what I mean? Like, for yeah. me, I race for fun now, right? But I, but years ago, for just me racing for four, I took it way more serious. Yeah. But for you at that point, when you were like, that's enough, I've just had it. Like, um, what was the thing that just killed the, the buzz? Yeah, things weren't going exactly right in the in the background, in the team sort of thing. So, mm. um, you know, button heads with some stuff and whatever it may be, and it just took my passion away from it. You know, not everyone's perfect. Um, and honestly, I woke up one day and just went, no, I can't be bothered doing it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sick of just trying to do it. There's got to be more to life sort of thing. Yeah. Because um, it's a lot, takes a lot of, of your life, mm. uh, a lot of time. Uh, so yeah, I just woke up one day, rang, da- rang Darren and even I think, you know, well, sorry, Darren who owned DTM, mm. now I'm driving for a different Darren, but anyway, so Darren that owned DTM, I rang him and, you know, I was crying on the phone when I said I just didn't want to do it anymore. He said, you sure? And he said, if you ever want to come back, he said, you know, just call me, you know, whatever, rah, rah, rah. So, uh, this time I'm coming back, but I, I didn't call him cause he's, oh, he's got Ian Madsen driving the car and stuff. So, yeah. and I get along with Ian really well. So he's a good guy. So. Yeah, I don't, don't even know if I... Does the Matson brothers talk to each other or they just, they're fully separate to each other? They're no, too, too they much are, rivalry. Yeah, no, they, they, they are right. Like, yeah, you don't, they, you don't want to mess with either yeah. of them. But um, no, I know they, yeah, they talk. They're cool. Um, Ian's cool. I've seen him down at the Classic. Uh, 
Were yeah. they an inspiration to your racing career there? Because those guys pretty much came from nothing well, to, yeah, to, make it, to make it work for 100%, themselves. 100%. They, they made it work and they worked their asses off and came from nothing yep. uh, as well uh, and, and made it over there. And they're you know, obviously still doing really well in their racing. <laughs> yeah, 100%. They're, 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 pro- they're pretty much the, the cool dudes, the badass dudes that you'll just sort of look at and you go, fuck, that's pretty mad what they do and even the, their driving style. So... Oh, 100% looked up at Kerry Madison for sure. He was, I remember the Black Biz car, you know, yeah, when I was younger, the 29, the yeah, that's that sort what of I'm, sort of car. Yeah, that yeah. was a great looking car. Yeah, back yeah, then. that was awesome. So I definitely, that picture is in my head a lot. Um, mm. when you ask, you know, sort of the early days. Um, mm. so yeah, no, I definitely looked up to them. And I don't know, man, like I just always loved sprint car racing, but I don't think it was my my goal was to race very supercars. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I wanted to race tough. Yeah. So not racing Formula Ford. Yeah. You know, not getting into any of it. Yeah. Still hurts. Did you ever t- test the Formula Four? No, no. No, no, I never got because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk to Lasker though when he had a crack in sprint cars opposed to when he had like did he tell you the difference? Oh yeah. Did he go like, oh, this does this in a Formula yeah, Four? And, and, that, but, but everyone gets in a sprint car and says, like, this is just stupid. Like, yeah, what that's what like Mal Rose yeah, said on the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, like what is this? You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? like, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. So um yeah, Lasker's cool, eh? but he's like another natural talent as well. You know, he can do anything, sort of thing. So yeah. But yeah, man, like it's still today. Like if someone rang me and said, come drive my whatever it is, you know, Trans Am yeah. car or 80, Toyota 86 next yeah. week, I'd be there in a heartbeat. You know what yeah. I mean? So because I never got to do it and I always wanted to do it. Yeah. So sprint cars was not my first option. Uh, mm. It just happened to was what I could, all I could race, I could mm. race after go-karts. So mm. I jumped on it um, and then made it lead into other stuff, obviously yeah. in America. But yeah, even if someone rang me tomorrow and said, you know, is whatever it is, hundred grand or whatever, take it and go drive a Trans Am car. Well, I would, I would go do yeah. it hundred percent. They look so. pretty fun, those Trans Am cars. Yeah, they do. They? Yeah, yeah, they look, they look really cool. They, so they're kind of like the the sprint car now version of um, like tire racing. Yeah, because they're getting so many people buying so many cars. They're actually having to split the fields into different states. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. that's how big it's getting. Yeah, so right. now essentially you're just gonna have to you get you do your state st- state racing first, like yeah. go karts, and then you know, you'll eventually elevate to the national series. That's how big it's getting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that well, funny. It's like you know, I. I, I you know, probably a year or two years ago, I was trying to do it. Um, yeah. Spoke to a few guys that own cars and that, but, mm. you know, you still need, like, what? Well, McCorgandale will tell yeah. you what you need. What do you need? You yeah. probably need to. Own, you've you got to flip you cars to race the next class, essentially, yeah. in tire racing. That's yeah. how expensive it is. Well, if you don't own the car, you still got to pay 250 grand to drive the freaking thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, and then if you crash it, you don't get to take it home and fix it over time. They no. want to fix it that you know that week, and they just send you the bill. Yeah, there's no insurance so you can get another car. It's nah, just, that's it. Nah, at least with <laughs> a sprint car, you junk that thing, you know, you you, you know, a chassis you know, might be eight grand, eight and a half grand, brand yeah. new Maxim with some panels and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's all bolt-on stuff. It all costs money. Don't get me wrong. But mm. how many how many cars in the, in the American scene of sprint cars, like in their shed, like Casey Canney said new mates with, how many, like, chassis would he have lined up to go when one's junked? Or would they, would they actually bother using another chassis over no. there or not? No, no. They just no. throw it in the bin. Like, man, I went to Casey's shop a couple of times and, like, you – well, he, who was driving? Like, I think the outlaws that were driving in what in twenty seventeen. I don't know. It was Brad Sweet obviously mm. driving for him? And I can't remember if he had the nine car happening as well with Pittman. I think he did. Mm. He would have had to, yeah. And but I mean, they'd, they'd have six, seven cars each. Mm. You know what I mean? And like six and seven of everything. Yeah. I mean, right. Where now I've got a car in the shed that's complete, ready to go. Yep. And a spare frame that needs to get powder coated and put new panels on it. Yeah. But I don't have a spare rear end one because there's none in the country because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, it's such a different scale. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's that they'd have six or seven motors. Yeah. Does Simo I mean? still have his sprint cars around or did he sell them? No, Simo sold everything as well. Yep. 
Oh, I thought he would keep him and stay with his Aussie race car. Did you just go to the state? Did you just stay with the Aussie race car, did he? Yeah, I think he's just running the Aussie race, yeah, race car, yeah. Yeah, right. Yep, I think he had his fun and got out of there as well. Yeah, right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Do you reckon he'll back you at all in, in through some races if you do good sometime? Or, do no. you, or are you just going to you just gonna go race by race type, like yeah, a race by race deal? I'm gonna, I've, I've locked myself in with sponsorship to do seven, seven races, mm. um, which is all there is, I think, for the, for the end of the season. Um, mm. I sort of this time... Yeah, I've got a different groups of friends and stuff like that through work. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, I've uh, I've had them jump on board, which is really nice. Um, mm. Look, at the end of the day, like I'm not here to you know, yeah, smoke, you know, not yeah. smoke. It's not like you know people with a sponsor they they do it because they yeah. want to help you. They don't do it. Because they're not getting any, any out of it. You know what no. I mean? They're not getting. If they give me five grand and they're not getting twenty grand back. No. So it's purely because they want to help. They like who you are. Yeah. Um. And they might have a passion for first speedway racing. Um, yeah. So that's been a lot of my sponsors, to be honest. And and yeah, you know, I'd always work hard to try and get something back for them. Um. Mm. Yeah. Well, hence you know the brand agriculture thing. We had to work. Me and Hayden worked our asses off to try and get them leads over here. Yeah. And as a thank you, they paid fifty thousand US for me to drive one race. Yeah. So that's pretty much what. Yeah. That's yeah, it's right. just a it's gonna be a friend sort did, of family did vibe. Ha- did Hayden actually end up getting any like money back as like a manager type of thing, or did he just do no. it out of love? Did it out of love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's there's those few guys out there that that are, are racing these days who could actually come across a Hayden and help help a certain driver out. Yeah, he'd probably ask uh, for money this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, I, I promised him one day when I had money I'd help him out. Yeah. With, uh, with his kids. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to buy his son a, a new moto. I think he's, he's riding a, we might be riding like a, might be riding like a KDM 50 now or something. We're trying to get him up to an 85 and stuff. So like, um, yeah, trying to help him do that. If I just, yeah. And yeah, try and help him in that way. I haven't told him yet, but like, I'll probably, you know, there's, I might try and get, he's, he started up a barbecue. Company. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah so he does. Yep. He's really good at smoking meats and stuff like that, and he does yeah, a I love corporate American event. barbecue. Oh yeah, same. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> so he does corporate events and stuff. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me have a look at his. Uh, I want to make sure I say it for him. Yeah. Thorley Barbecue. So yep. yeah, he's doing that. So I'll try and chuck a stick on the helmet or something. Yeah. And Maxi, before we end the podcast, I actually want to know who's the craziest motherfuckers you know in sprint cars. What's the craziest shit you've seen them do in and outside of the track? To a, like a, to a point, we don't have to see how, yeah, how far talking. they've gone, just the craziest shit you've seen oh, them do. Matt, I know, yeah, I know Matt, Matt Dumsey does a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, me and Matt are good mates. Um, had our ups and downs as mates as well, but mm. yeah, he's uh, he's definitely one that gasses it on the track and um, does some pretty weird, stupid shit, shit yeah. which <laughs> I've been involved in, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, off the track as well, you know, obviously. Does he still Instagram. have that Jackass channel? Yeah, Desiree Dirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't think he's posted. I think he's sort of calmed down a little bit. He has calmed down. He works for himself now and stuff and, and whatever. So he's yeah. definitely calmed down. But yeah, like I said, yeah, there's many, many good times. You know, one time we all put a tinny in Jimmy's pool, which yeah. went viral on the internet. Yeah. Uh, on the internet. <laughs> we had like the full beers all around the pool. And then my brother turned up with his mates. Yeah. I don't even know why they turned up because my brother just bought a tinny. Yeah. And then we're all... <laughs> having a mad time on the beers and then someone suggested that we put this tinny in the in, in Jimmy's pool in Cranebrook. Yeah. So we did that. Uh and that went viral. So yeah, just just that's probably one of the most funniest ones. Yeah. Um I think you can still look and it up. But were um, you there when um Simo had the sprint can that went the one that oh, went viral? Yeah, 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 were you yeah, there yeah, that yeah, day? Yeah. yeah. So that was at Matt's house. And yeah. Matt, Who and that, drove that? That was Dumsney. That was Yeah, Matt. right. Matt drove yeah, that car. Yeah. yeah so okay. Simo everyone all thought it was a mad idea and no one else wanted to drive. Well, no one else was gonna drive it. I would have yeah. done it, but yeah, <laughs> I was there and I was egging it on, of course. And yeah, yeah Matt just 
we all fired it up and pushed it. We don't know what we started it with because obviously you got to push the car with something. Yeah. And then yeah, he just went screaming up and down the street, and yeah, yeah. It was, that went viral as well. Yeah. Yeah. Does Ma- does um out of the out of the boys? I know Mitch is just retired in a way and just doing the Hoosier business. Yeah. But is Marcus the one more taking it seriously than out of all the brothers? Oh, I think Matt's. Yeah, Matt's still trying to take it as serious as possible. Um, mm. he's also working as well, doing his own carpentry jobs. Um, but then Marcus is. You know, at that age where we're all at that age, you know, mm. where you can go overseas and not give a damn and not have any bills to pay and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I think Marcus is, and Marcus has got some good opportunities with, um, you know, I think he, he, even though he's got a black and a white Valvoline car, one's owned by a, like a guy down from South Australia. Yep. And then obviously the white one's owned by him and his dad. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Then he obviously has got the deal in America as well. Yeah. Is that one the Kinzer own car or what's the go there with that car in America? In America? Yeah. Yeah. What happens with that? So some of the guys in America and Australia, You've got guys who come back and forth. Mm-hmm. Do they use their spare cars or their second-hand cars and send them over here, or do they have just car owners that just give them a car and stick yeah. their stickers on it? Yeah, it's not worth sending stuff back and forth. It's it's, it's cheaper to have stuff there. Yep. Um. So, like, I know a lot of guys over the years have, have just bought stuff and just left it. At, as long as you can house it over there somewhere, you're, you're just cheaper leaving it there, fly in, race, and come home sort of thing. So yep. I think that's what they do over there. Um. Not too sure, obviously, in regards to the full details. I just know that. Yeah, obviously Marcus was over there last year and I still follow everything on, on social media and, and watch as much racing as I can. Mm. So I know he did very well over there. Um, I think Matt was there a couple of years before and mm. I think Matt was there at the same time I was or it might have been a year after or something. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, like definitely, uh, yeah, hopefully you can get Matt Dumsley on here and talk about, <laughs> I think you're going to have to help me with that lady. Yeah, 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 contact. I'll, 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 I'll sort him out. I reckon he's probably, he's probably, Bit a bit camera shy, I reckon. Yeah. If we come to this, <laughs> like his old man. Yeah, <laughs> if he come to this, but um, yeah, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much yeah. In regards to the boys, yeah, like they're a good family. Yeah. Um, so I've actually got to go to Who's here next week. I think get some ties and stuff. So yeah, good to see them all. Is, then. is there many? Is there many ties in the country now because of COVID, or are they just because they're running out? Is that I think ties are running out everywhere. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no ties. Yeah, yeah. so their their the prices have gone up um, yep. purely because. You know the the um yeah the containers and that are getting held up so mm. there's not there's nothing at all like you know ties and Max and American Racer they're all um you know mm. Cooper from from American Racer they're um are they Mark teaming Cooper. up in a way no no so no. T- t- yeah to I'm probably cut. talking about them on he's probably not yeah. you know but they're two completely different completely different t- like you know tire yeah. in a sense but they're air freighting tires over you know no, I, right. I actually rang Hoosier three days ago and I said oh, I need to gonna have to grab some tires and they said well you can only get three at a time. Mm. Well, it's fucking four, four, yeah, four, four, four tires on the car, but no, obviously <laughs> the fronts, and then so I might get three left rears, and I might get a right. Well, actually, no, two yeah. left rears and a right rear. Um, so yeah, you just gotta, yeah. Well, I guess everyone's just trying to adapt to the COVID stuff. That's mm. what I said when I about rear ends. Like I couldn't go buy a new rear end right now because there is none in the country. Mm. Are they? Or are they? Are a you steering go, box. Uh, are sprint car drivers making the tires last longer now because of COVID? And is there any? Is there a certain way, or are they just no, chewing through tires? Well, there's no way. Yeah, yeah, depending on the track surface and the you know depending on what, if the track's slick or whatever it may be. If the track's a bit heavier in regards to the mm. moisture and stuff, you can make it. That's why Parramatta was always really good on tyres, you know what I mean? It always held a lot of moisture, so you weren't burning through tyres unless, you know, compared to going down south or Adelaide or, mm. or even Perth, you know? So it'll be interesting to see what the new track does. I hope it's good on tyres because, obviously, I'm on a budget. So, um, but, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. What, what did you think before we go on, like, Seeing, obviously, we've spoke spoken about your sprint car deal and your go kart deal, but when you finally made it to NASCAR, mm-hmm. how, what what was it like walking into the shop of Young's Motorsport and seeing just the whole decked out? What was it like for like someone who hasn't seen it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Going over to America, yeah. so just picture it for the audience of like you know walking to the shop, what you see, 
what's around and is there other shops around the corner as well, like Wood Brothers or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. So there, there's like a complex yep. out the back of Mooresville and there's multiple, multiple, multiple teams. It's just you yep. see NASCARs driving on the road, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah, in, right. in this no complex. Shit. And they're, like I started up the – once they completed building the car for me, um, yep. I drove it around the block, you know what I mean, in this <laughs> industrial area, you know what I mean? That was, the, that was yep. that, the only time I drove it. And then I had to turn up to Eldora and try and work out how to do it. You know, I got two practice sessions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was crazy. But yeah, man, first time walking here, like actually, you know, the, the doing the deal, signing and stuff, like it mm. was, oh, it was, was just that the most adrenaline part of it though for you is signing is because you're more of like a salesman type of person. Yeah. Is, is signing a deal for a certain racing more of an adrenaline rush than actually racing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I was more nervous when I raced it. So the, the yeah. adrenaline rush was, yeah, holy shit. I've done the deal. It's signed. I'm going to race a NASCAR yeah. butterflies and just excited to tell everyone about it and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm um, just something that you never think. Well, only what I was the fourth person to do it. You, Owen Kelly, Dick Johnson, yeah, um, Marcus Ambrose, Marcus Ambrose, obviously, yep. and then me. Yep. Um, Were I you over there when Ambrose was still over there? No, no. Okay, Owen Kelly. I spent time with Owen Kelly. Yep, I caught up with him at the classic the other weekend as well. So he's an absolute legend. He yep. really, really helped me as well. Um, a lot, a lot of people that I probably haven't even got to mention, but you know, it's yeah. been a really cool journey. Um, and that's when I pretty much closed when I quit. I knew it had been a good time, you know what I mean? I knew, yeah. it, I knew it sort of accomplished what I wanted to do um, and it was time to sort of create some security in life and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, man, just well, even going to the track and, you know, just mm. the big haulers and the autograph yeah. session, like I was just living like a king, man. So, yeah. and then I was shit myself about the race and I was like, I really, but even if I'd won that race, mm. I'd still would be sitting here. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it'd be, well, who's going to pay for the next one? You know yeah, what I mean? So it yeah. didn't matter. Like, where, where does the purse money go? Does it go back mainly to the team or to the, like, I, how does I made it? money. I, yeah. I, so I, um, they gave, so for bringing 50 grand of the deal, I got five grands off Foley on Motorsport as a spotter's fee. Yep. And then I got five grand for just taking the green flag. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. So I got made 10 grand and for one. I night. think the first, that race that you're in, that was the first, um, dirt race for nascar wasn't it was it was that the uh, first one back for them like for after a while because now they're racing at bristol dirt yeah yeah, yeah but no. was that back then that was like essentially like the biggest thing for for nascar yeah, then because they're going back to yeah i think it might have been the second or third year yeah. don't quote me on it yeah. um but i know they did do maybe a year or two before at eldora yeah and then i think it might have i wanted on the third or fourth um mm. might have been the third but um yeah like a yeah, like I jumped in, like, you know, it was on sitting on the wrong side of the changing gears with my right hand instead of my left hand. You know what I mean? Like I only had two practice sessions. So I was happy. I think I was, it was, it was so hard. Like it wasn't mm. like driving a sprint car. Like, yeah. so I had to learn so much so quick. And, um, I mean, I was doing well. I think I was running seventh or something. It was about 40, yeah. 50 laps to go. It was 150 lap race. You know, like I wasn't used to people in my year yelling at me saying, you know, you're clear and all yeah. this sort of shit, or you're not clear. And I just wanted to just block all that. And I just yeah. wanted to drive it sort of thing. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I remember after the second practice session or the first, like the spotter come down and I couldn't understand him. Yeah. Because he was He's from he was from the south. So yeah. it was like, I couldn't fucking understand him. And they're like, <laughs> "You got to listen to him, like to tell you when you're clear and stuff." I said, "Well, I can't fucking." And he couldn't understand me. So then we're yelling at each other. <laughs> I said, "Well, he's he's saying y'all and shit and like, and I'm fuck, I'm Australian. I couldn't understand him. He couldn't understand me. So yeah, that was um that was it was just yeah. I'm forever grateful. I've got a good cool video. Um. Yeah. I mate Cole Richards from Hypersloth. Um, he mm. uh, he filmed the whole weekend for me. Yeah. So I'm always going to have that. Um, but you had yeah. a documentary out, didn't you? Was it a documentary? Or was yeah, it was like a doco sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, it was like it followed me uh, the lead up. Yep. To, to the to the to the race getting there and mm. doing shit before and then and then the whole weekend as well. Mm. Um, you so, even met on Fox Sports. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah that was pretty cool yeah that, that must cool. have been pretty pretty overwhelming yeah though. that like, was cool yeah. yeah i mean i just man I, it's awesome talking about it yeah and uh it's uh i don't know you, you forget about it sometimes <laughs> yeah though, you know yeah. what i mean so like talking about it now is cool it's yeah. it's it's uh oh shoot that did happen you know what i mean yeah. so um gets me excited to get back in the car yeah you know, on the 26th of, of this month so yeah yeah should be good yeah cool well thanks for coming on the podcast maxi and i really appreciate coming on and um teaching people about sprint cars and speedway and yeah giving you life experience yeah no i appreciate it mate it was um yeah obviously i was very excited when you said to come on so uh yeah yeah obviously haven't done anything for three years so it's nice to sit here and talk about it and uh, we'll see how we go on the 26th yeah i'm glad you released your your racing plans on my podcast oh, there you go yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go everyone thanks brother thanks, cheers. cheers bye Thanks for listening. If you like the show, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. To keep up to date with the podcast, follow us on social media. The links are all in the show notes.